Welcome to See It Our Way, a student-run podcast from the Foundation for Blind Children's Adult Services Comprehensive Program, located in Phoenix, Arizona. Our goal is for listeners to see it our way and learn about journeys through life with low vision and blindness. This podcast hopes to raise awareness and help listeners understand how we go about our daily lives during and after vision loss. You will hear stories of hope and perseverance, creating a conversation about how life with vision loss is not worse, just different. Hello and welcome to episode two of See It Our Way, a podcast from the Foundation for Blind Children Adult Services Program. I'm your host, Matthew Bullis, and the topic for this podcast is thankfulness and looking back at the holidays. Even though it's past the first of the year when you're hearing this, we're looking back to the holidays because students in this program have had a different holiday than what they had before they came to this program. Our guests today are Terry, James, Angel, and Debbie. So I'd like to start out by asking, how has thankfulness changed since your vision loss? What are you more thankful for now versus prior to vision loss? Well, I'm more thankful for, this is James, I'm more thankful for life in general because it could have been a lot worse for me. So I'm just thankful for that. Yeah, definitely being thankful for your family and the support systems that we have and we're not going through this type of stuff alone. It's just everybody's going through it with us. How about you, Terry? Thankfulness is something I've pretty much practiced and have over many years, but most of all, I'm thankful that I was smart enough to seek this out and end up at FPC. I'm thankful for my kids and grandkids, as always. However, this year, I am thankful for this program, so it can help me get on with things, get a job. Do you plan on going back to work after the program, Debbie? Yeah, definitely. Okay. What do you want to do? Well, there's a couple things. Either work with the mentally and physically challenged children, or my stepfather was talking about starting a bake shop back home when we go back for the family to run. I think that's a really good idea because we do a lot of fishing back there. (laughs) How about you, Angel? I think I would definitely have to be thankful for my family, uh, especially right now. A couple days ago, we kind of had a really bad scare with my brother. He got into a bad car accident, and he could have been killed, and it was kind of terrifying. So it's definitely being thankful for that and thankful that he's safe and that he's okay. And definitely being thankful for here and the growth that I've had, and it's been a really good past couple months. How was your preparation for the holidays, cooking, shopping, transport, and travel? Transportation was done by my daughter. We did the grocery shopping and I did not like it. (laughs) That's one thing I wasn't thankful for. What Um, you didn't like about it, can I ask? Yeah, because I couldn't see what I wanted to see. Okay. It was so hard. And she's trying to tell me, you know, with her eyes, but I just don't like it. I don't like shopping no more. (laughs) It's not the same? Uh Uh-uh. It's not the same. Shopping is a very visual thing and... Exactly. You don't let none of your tools that we have help you doing none of your shopping? Not clothes shopping and stuff. Especially women. Mm -hmm. We want to see what we're getting. We want to try it on and see if it fits right. Plus, see how much it costs. (laughs) She shared with the cooking this year, because I couldn't see when the bird was done or anything. So I've taught her a lot more this year, so she can maybe even take over, because I'm getting tired. (laughs) Awesome. (laughs) The holiday I shared with the community I live in, 
So the preparation was minimal because it was mostly bring a dish. And my family's in Chicago, not here. Over the years, I've typically done things on my own. I don't travel back there during the bad weather, and I end up going somewhere. I spend a couple of years, and I'm hoping to do it this year again, spend uh, the day after Christmas on the beach with Santa Claus. <laughs> that sounds good. Yep, that sounds really good. <laughs> well, I was been preparing for Thanksgiving, kind of a lazy Thanksgiving, it was more laid back. I was just doing a lot of coaching, telling my wife and son what to do. Mm-hmm. Is that something you normally do? No, I usually get in there and just do it myself, prepare yeah. it all. But this year, they done it. They took on the chores. That's and, how I was. And uh, I kind of just sit back and use some of the tools that FBC, like talking to mama when the bird got almost done, you know. How I'm preparing for Christmas, I started that this morning. I called each one of my kids, told them to send me a bill with their name on it and their account number, and that's their Christmas present. Anything besides rent. I'm not paying their rent. You know, it just That's good. Yeah. And that way I ain't gotta deal with the shopping and Yeah, you don't gotta deal with Black you know, Friday shopping hey, yeah. crazy. That gives me an idea. Well I I told you, you know, I'm not paying for like it's gotta be a bill. And yeah. to me I don't consider a phone as a bill. That's no. a luxury. I'm talking light gas, if you ain't got no food or I even pay for your internet bill since everybody use internet now. I like that idea, That's James. I like that. How was dealing with family and friends? Have you noticed any changes in family members or friends since you disclosed your vision loss? Sure. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. My family members, I'm talking sisters and brothers, they don't know how to really accept me now because I was one of the loud going one and I got the party started and now I'm kind of, you know, I come in laid back and not as loud as I used to be. But my wife and son, <laughs> it was tragedy for them at first, but now we joke about it sometimes. Now, I know you have daughters. How did they react to it being your first holiday? Well, my daughter that came down to see me, mm-hmm. all while she was here, she cried. <laughs> but it was a, a cry of joy for seeing that I'm still mm-hmm. active and doing things. That's good. What about you, Angel? Visual impairment is kind of something I keep to myself. I don't tell a whole lot of people, and it's not like I'm fearful or anything it's just it's not something I'm ready for and I think that if I were to tell people about it it kind of changes the relationship of that person a little bit and that's hard for me to deal with but you learn how to let people go easily if you don't accept me for who I am now it's yep. like okay because we didn't plan this yeah and if they can't accept that you know if they meant to be for you to be there probably yeah i have family members that don't want to come around anymore because i make you uncomfortable okay that's cool certain parts of my family we don't talk to because you know bad blood or whatever Mm -hmm. and when they found out that i couldn't see these are our family members that i recently acquired they were just kind of really turned off by the idea and didn't want to deal with it and was don't come around do they come around now oh no i haven't seen them in a couple years wow you know, it's just like, all right, well, I have family that does accept me and does care yeah. about me, so I'm going to go spend it with them. I don't need you. Right. You got us, too. Yeah, yeah I got you guys, too. <laughs> yeah, so You really get to find out who they are. And a lot of people, as far as the disclosure, I disclose on a personal level. I try to do it face-to-face. And, of course, other people share that information with others. 
and you see not necessarily close friends or family, but acquaintances kind of avoid or become standoffish. People fade into the woodwork. And what I have done as far as my disclosure, I started posting videos on Facebook. I did one on Thursday, and I'm going to do one every week, basically just letting people know that I've got exciting news coming up and to fully disclose to people I can't talk to face-to-face both my visual impairment and uh, what I'm doing regarding moving through school. Awesome, Terry. What Terry has done is he's disclosing the vision loss, but he's also saying, here's the positive things that I've been doing. I'm finding disclosing is getting easier and easier for me because of this program that I'm going through. And like I tell some people, like my family, I've lost part of my vision, but I haven't lost none of my thinking or none of my craziness or stuff like that. I'm not embarrassed about this because, like I said, I didn't plan this. It's an injury that just happened to me, and I wasn't familiar with it, but now I'm learning things. I'm learning the new techniques here at school, the tools that we have, and I look forward to this. So my disclosure is getting easier and easier for me. Thanksgiving dinner, I joined in at the community I live in, and one of the people that I disclosed when I was diagnosed with the glaucoma which is over four years now, they were sitting with me on my left. And I've been around them over the last four plus years. They know my condition. And we're at a big uh, tent-top round table. And the person asked me, well, what can you see? And I said, well, reach your arm out. And about halfway up your arm is how far I can see. And they're, they're like, oh, you know, so here it is four and a half years or so and they still don't get it. So <laughs> just because of the disclosure yeah. doesn't mean they understand mm-hmm. or get it. Yeah, that is so true, because I was out with one of my business associates where he knew I was blind, and we was out eating, and he go, can I ask you a question? And I go, sure, you can ask me anything, Tom. And he said, how do you know where your food at on your plate? I swear, first of all, I can smell it. <laughs> and no, I told him the truth. I said, I feel it, and usually when the Waitress lay it down, they kind of tell me. I said, if it's a good waitress, a good waitress, no. You lay the main course right there in front of you. I, and if I'm with someone, I don't go out to eat by myself. If I'm with someone, I, I always ask, where's the main course? And I just go from there. Eating by yourself is kind of weird sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Probably be all over the table, all over the floor. <laughs> <laughs> I do it all the time. There's a positive in that. If I'm by myself, they can't talk to anybody else but me. Okay. You have no choice. Okay. I'll go out and listen to live music and eat a nice meal, support the venue. <laughs> I like that, Matthew. You can't talk to nobody but you. And so, with comparisons of the holidays, this Thanksgiving versus last Thanksgiving and Christmas, the January that you have now is not the January you had last year. How has FBC impacted the changes that you've gone through? Oh, if it wasn't for FBC, I probably wouldn't have made it through the holidays. It just had really made me strong, made me, like I said, my disclosure is getting much easier. FEC have just really impacted my life in many ways, and I'm getting better and better and more confident. Last year, it was kind of a laid-back Christmas. This year, it's going to be a surprise Christmas. We're going to get up Christmas Eve, and we get on a plane, we're just going to fly somewhere. And I go, where? He said, anywhere besides where it's not cold. <laughs> Probably... I care if they go to a beach somewhere. I think San Diego's pretty close. Hang out on the beach. Have breakfast with Santa Claus. (laughs) Hang out with it. 
helping feed his reindeer after a long night. How about you, Angel? That's been a little bit different. The confidence and stuff has always been there. But seeing a significant amount of growth within myself in these past couple months, and as we started to approach the holidays, given the skills that I have now, you know, helping my mom with cooking, it was different. She knows that I know how to cook and everything. It's just, she was like, there's a, a significant growth in where you were a year ago today. Wow. Than right now. That's a great compliment That's for you, Dad. such significant growth, and you become quite a young woman, and you're growing into those shoes. It's a big deal. I had to come from a standpoint of, I don't have a job right now. I don't have a job because I'm focusing on school and just trying to push through this and people expect gifts and things and that's the hard part about mm -hmm. holidays is that I feel like it's something that I have to do. Give from your heart. Yes, but the difference is I was working last year. I mean, I, I did not have a great job. I was not making very good money. I wasn't being treated well at this place. It really affected my mental state about how I felt about my disability and disclosing it and telling people about it, going out in the real world and being about it. Now that I'm not working and I'm just focusing on school, it's a little difficult when the holidays roll around and there's no money coming in. There's nothing. I have nothing to give them and that's frustrating. It makes me feel like my hands are tied. Money ain't everything. Yeah, and I'm, I'm learning that as it goes. That's great. Cool. Yeah. Cool for you, Angel. I just can't wait till you rock your school and to get ready to go to. I know um, you're going to do it. I'm excited. I will be going to community college in 2020 for the first time. So that'll be a big deal, too. Yes. That's exciting. Congratulations. This program has changed us all. You know, last year I was driving. This year I'm not. I really am having a hard time with that. That's been really hard. Because I feel like I lost my independency. Because I want to be able to get in the car and go without asking or prepping or anything like that. To me, that's a bother. I don't like depending on anyone. And I'm finding out that I kind of have to. But it still upsets me. But I'm glad I'm here because at least with these guys here with me, they keep me up instead of me getting down all the time. But you're still getting coal in your sock from us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm missing seeing the lights on the Christmas tree. I know that the Christmas tree is there, but I can't see all the figuration on it. Other than that, it's, I can smell it because we use real Christmas tree. We don't use a fake one or nothing. I can, I can smell it. And the smell got the house smelling good. Yeah. Kind of miss being actually to help decorate it. I help, but I don't know what it looked like. <laughs> I don't really have any expectations of upcoming events or holidays. Growing up, it was always family, family, family. Now everybody's spread out. Everybody's in different parts of the country. So it's not like it used to be, although I have the great memories of what was. My memories for Christmas are a little bit different. Right now I'm in the process of kind of like adulting, so I don't live at home anymore. And that also means that I don't get to do the same family things that I used to do during Christmas with my family, my parents and my brothers. Last night, my mom, during the conversation that we had, and she was telling me that I was really growing up, she had told me that she was putting up the Christmas tree last night, and she was like, I came across all your ornaments you made when you were in third grade. They are tiny little ornaments. She still has them <laughs> after all these years. And yeah. I, she was like, yeah. and I was putting them up. And it made me so sad and so proud that my kids have grown up and that you guys aren't little 
you know what you know what I mean like you're you're good kids and big know what's y- yeah you turn out to something special yeah and you're a she, big girl now I am <laughs> you're excited too you can still have Christmas go go with your mom go with your brother oh, yeah. hang out with her but the the difference is that like in in my house we have our own holiday traditions we do our own thing mm-hmm. you know we don't do Christmas trees and stuff like that we'll decorate the house the outside mm-hmm. that's it we don't do Christmas dinners and stuff like that. So it's a little bit different, but it's still nice for her to have that memory of us as a kid. You know, and she told me last night, she was like, I still see you as like a little kid and you're not a kid anymore. Well, as a mother, I know what your mom's going through because I went through that with my older kids. Yeah. Um, whenever they started growing up, you see them growing into women, and it kind of breaks your heart because you're yeah. losing your baby. That's what she said last <laughs> night. She was like, yeah. I, was, I was sad. It made me sad to exactly. react. <laughs> but at the same time, I'm proud of them for what they're doing now with their careers. And yeah, it's kind of bittersweet. Like I said, with me, it's getting much easier for me to disclose. It gets much easier for me to go places. much easier for me to get in the back of that Uber or Lyft now. And I, I just hate accents sometimes. And mm-hmm. I got a good friend in there who's sitting in here, Terry. He shows me that <laughs> at the ball game how he... Uh, you remember that table mm-hmm. about the police and stuff, how he got back the way he got? And that just amazed me. I told my son about it. He said, Dad, what would you do? I would have probably freaked out. So we have to explain the situation then, I guess? Yeah, yeah. The, the situation was we was at the ball game, and I'm going to let Terry explain it because it happened to him. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me go back and do my comparison of last year to this year regarding the difference. Last year, all this A week before Thanksgiving was the last time I drove. I was working and driving and working all over the country, as a matter of fact. But came home and knew something was up, went to the doctor. I was diagnosed legally blind the week before Christmas. Pretty much laid around and wondering what was going to be. There was a lot of loss last year. And this year is quite different because I'm not in that loss mode since I've been in the program and moving forward and there's not any difference other than the fact that it's new and exciting and this year has been completely different the independence yeah we can do everything we've always done we just have to learn how to do it different and you know you may not do some of the things you used to do but the biggest part is you did those things so you have those memories to enjoy And as far as the story of the ball game, I had a friend that dropped me off at the game, and it was easy. We were right at the front door. And when I went to leave, I called, and they were trying to get there, and and they rerouted traffic coming out of the game, and there was no street traffic. Uh, So all the roads were closed. So she's trying to get there, and next thing you know, she's being pulled over by the police, and she's on the phone with me, and they're telling her to move, and she doesn't know where to go, la, la, la. And they're like, okay, just tell him to walk over there. And I could hear it in the background. I'm like, well, where is over there? And then they're trying to tell her where to tell me to go. And, and then it came down to, okay, just uh, tell him to wait there. We're going to come get him. And they asked, well, what is he wearing? What does he look like? I, and I said, well, just tell him I'm the only guy in the street with a white cane. <laughs> and the next thing I know, uh, a little SUV pulls up, 
this giant officer gets out and I go to get in the back seat and he's like, no, my brother's back there. <laughs> and so I get in the car and there's three of them and the, and the other guy in the back seat was a giant. So it was a great experience. But the thing is, is that what I learned and what I'm doing, because I do travel and get out into big crowds, it's a matter of you have the cane, it's a secret weapon in your toolbox. But if you don't ask, nobody's gonna really offer to help just out of the blue because they're in as much fear as you may be at mm-hmm. the moment, but you need to at least reach out and be strong enough to ask for help. And that's my story. What expectations did you have for the holidays and were they met? My expectation was to have a good meal <laughs> and I didn't have to do it all. So Thanksgiving was met and my Christmas is beautiful because get to spend it with my best friend and my son, who is my best friend. So I got my expectation from the holiday. Did you, Debbie? Yeah, having my daughter help. Okay. <laughs> that was my biggest one. Okay. Because I was fearful of doing all the cooking in the kitchen. That was my biggest fear, and it turned out to be good, a good please. experience. Good. And so we've all talked about the holidays that we've had at home, but talk about the preparations that we had here at FBC. We had several holiday-themed events. Talk about what you worked together with as a student body. Well, this is a group for Thanksgiving. We did the Magical Stone Soup, so that was a, a good group activity, and we all worked <laughs> together pretty well on it. I, I thought it went well. It was good soup, good mm. food, and like we always have, a good time. Yep, in that kitchen, we always have a good time, and... I think the stone soup, just like Terry said, both soup that we made, it was excellent. Mm-hmm. The communication we had in the kitchen was great. I mean, I truly had a good time, but it made me realize something that being a professional chef, I don't want to do that no more in my life. You Why know? Not? Well, because that day I went home, I was tired. Mm-hmm. I was, uh, I just, I, I know what it is. It's a, a lot being on your feet. You know, and I weighed all that, you know. My age, it ain't like I used to be 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. So None of us are. I'm, I'm glad that we've we done it because now I know that I really don't want to do that the rest of my life anymore. Yeah. So it led me into another direction. Like you, you had fun with that? And, all right. Yeah. Time yeah, that's so. it. That's it, Angel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How has gift giving changed as far as shopping, wrapping, receiving? with your family well for me rapping has never changed because i was never a real good rapper (laughs) so my boom 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 (laughs) rhythm is off (laughs) and uh it's all different i mean as old as i am my grandchildren are in their mid-20s you know beyond the gifts and i do things with them throughout the year at christmas time i'll just send a gift card out or some money and that's about it like i say i just done that this morning I never was a really a gift giver. I let my wife done it all, but now I actually done that this morning. I'm glad that. So that changed that she ain't got to go out and buy those presents for them. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's cool. And I felt good about it. I went shopping for my youngest granddaughter. That was rather interesting. As far as my other grandkids in Pennsylvania, <clears throat> I'm just sending them gift cards. They range in age. 
It's a lot easier to do gift cards now, too. Yeah. yeah you don't have to deal with the hassle of, I don't know if they're going to like it or what? if they're going to mm-hmm. wear it. And if they don't wear it, I'm going to get my feelings hurt. Yeah, I got the right side for them. Yeah, yeah. Or if you don't like the color, yeah. it, it's always going to be something. So might as well just give them money. <laughs> well, last year, I, I have uh, two grandchildren. They're Right now, they're 11. But the older kids, I send gift cards out or cash. So I sent the same to the two little ones, and I told them the only stipulation was they couldn't buy junk food or candy with it. Okay. 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 There you go. Right. I try to do mine early, before December. <laughs> I, I, I did. I really? Did. Yeah, I got her an Easy Bake Oven, and it's still sitting in my closet hidden. <laughs> and I got that like three months ago. I remember getting an Easy Bake Oven. <laughs> that thing was a those are good cakes. <laughs> and, they, 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 and they really cooked the cake with that yeah, light bulb. I don't understand. Yeah, light bulb. <laughs> that light bulb cooked that cake. My sister got one, and me and my brother, we wanted to know how to cook that cake. Uh-huh. So, so we kind of got in trouble because we disassembled it. And, and we didn't know how to get it back together. And my brother just scooped light bulb in. Oh, snap. <laughs> We could have used you back then, Terry. <laughs> right. So, put this back together. That wasn't a good Christmas, that Christmas. I always shopped on Christmas Eve because my ex-wife would buy, you know, the gifts for the family. And so I always went out for her and the kids and my, my little nieces and bought all the goofy stuff. So I, I'd come home like Santa Claus with all these bags of toys and always the loud noisemakers and the horns and drums and uh my kids were 12 years older than their cousins so i had four nieces from two different families and i would buy all these crazy toys and their parents are like they're not taking them home <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 You that they don't take them home yep. i'm bringing them home yeah, that happened with me with my girls <laughs> no. my grandma would get them loud toys and yeah. drums and <laughs> and it would be in my house, and I tried putting them away, but no, where's my drum? Oh, no. It's messed up. Grandparents do that a lot. I'm going to do it when I go back to Pennsylvania. <laughs> I'll get my grandkids noisy stuff. You excited about that, ain't you, Debbie? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm very excited. The only reason I'm still here is because I'm going through school here. And I'll wait until I graduate and we're pulling out. Although I have to learn to get used to freezing weather. (laughs) Thank you for listening to See It Our Way, a podcast to help with awareness regarding blindness and low vision. Please click like and subscribe to follow our journey and connect with us through our website, www.seeitourway.org slash FBC podcast and through all of our social media channels.